Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. church and I'm glad that he has a vision to spread the gospel to the whole world amen and to trust us to be in McConnellsville and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ honor and privilege and I love you pastor I love you sister bounds me and my wife love you dearly pastor Milik we love you and your wife Elder Malik, you are a Jew. You're a Jew. You are. This man, uh, behind the scenes, and I mean, he's he's a beast, man. <laughs> the Lord's preserved him and put a pot of coffee in him, and he just works in McConnellsville. And honestly, I mean, if it wasn't for him, most of that stuff in there, we wouldn't be where we're at for him inside and what he's doing and I just I don't understand a lot of that but I thank you elder and our prayers are with you and your wife and your family and thank you for your sacrifice brother Brown thank you for your sacrifice and uh, the prayers of the people of God thank you so much let's give let's give the Lord honor because it's not only McConnellsville there's other daughter works third world countries here in America. It's awesome. It's so awesome. So awesome. Feels so good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. We're going to the book of Ephesians chapter 5. And Elder Chuck and his wife and my assistant pastor McConnellsville, Marion Madden, and his dear wife. I mean, amazing. I mean, works, and he's in his 50s. I mean, it's, it's amazing. They just have a mind to work. It's awesome. And I'm very, 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 very thankful. Okay, verse 1 says, Be therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also have loved us and hath given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. Everyone say sweet-smelling Savior. Amen. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. see this is part two <laughs> the bump is still alive <laughs> the COVID bump and uh, it's, <laughs> it's still representing pastor <laughs> um, and sister Rose be making and she dropped off some pumpkin cookies man worst thing to do to a brother 
in quarantine. I'm serious, with a glass of cold milk, worst thing to do. Bittersweet situation, <laughs> you know, very bittersweet situation, but it's all good. <laughs> but I, I throw the scripture at it, you know, it's sanctified by, the, by prayer and the word of God. <laughs> It's all good. Say amen. <laughs> um, that word in verse 1, followers, it means imitator or disciple. Um, Jesus he spoke to the crowds, um, and somewhat in a way that he could only minister because, you know, they wanted the loaves and fishes and miracles and signs and wonders and things of that nature. And so he really couldn't open his heart to them in the purpose that he came to do. Um, so you would see perpetually in scripture that Jesus pulled his disciples away. Notice he's called them disciples, which is a pupil, a learner, a, a disciples. That word disciple, I'm in it if it don't go my way. Can I get a witness? Huh? Come hell or high water, if I got a headache and I bump my toe on the end of the dresser that morning, I'm still going to church. Or if, and I'm going to bring this up, my wife always calls me out of this, or if. <laughs> I was going to church one morning, Pastor, I was going to church one morning. It was early in the morning. I get up, get my coffee, do my thing. I'm out. I like, you know, breathing the fresh, cool air in the morning. And I go out, and I'm rolling out. And uh, <laughs> family's up and all of that. And I go out and boom, a bird flies by and it poops on me. <laughs> I'm out, by the, I'm out by, the, by, by the car. I'm like, man, I put my coffee in there. I'm ready to come to church, put some music on and get, you know, get, get a hold of the Lord, you know, <laughs> kick it, get powered up. And uh, and then I hear, ah, and I turn around. I mean, it's early in the morning. My, the bird done went in the house and flied around in the house. And I, I ran up in there, and she's screaming. I'm like, okay, hold up. I'm like, I got poop on me, you know. So it's like, and then she starts laughing. I get to church. She's texting people, and I get to church, and some say, hey, you know, uh, you been pooped on by a bird lately? And, I'm like, man, but I still came to church. I had to switch it up, you know, and all of that, but I still came to church. And uh, if, you, if you get a headache, come to church, right? Here's, a, here's one right here. If, if you're coming to church and you get in a little spat with your spouse and you come here and put the game face on, just still come to church. Don't act like it don't happen, testing one, two. Am I, am I, it's some real people up in the crib or up in the house, if you will. You know what I'm saying? We get to church like it's, every Mary's goes to a spat. 
If it wasn't the hard times, that wouldn't, you know, those hard times get you to jail together as a team. It's amazing how God does it through the years. He just, it's supernatural. It's, it's, it's awesome. Can you say amen? Still come to church. If you get offended, come to church. Great peace have they which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. Because they know and get, got a revelation and an understanding that we are imperfect people that have a perfect Holy Ghost spirit living within us that is changing our heart from image to image and from glory to glory into that same image of the Son of Almighty God. Can you say amen? That's a powerful thing. So you're going to get offended. Things ain't going to go your way. Can I get a witness from somebody? It's just sometimes it just ain't going to go your way. But whatever, but, but, but whatever comes our way, I don't want to be one with the crowd. I want to be one with the disciples that, that's dwelling in the cloud. Can I get a witness from somebody? That's dwelling all up in the anointing and glory. And not distracted by the faults of men. And, 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 but sometimes, sometimes we do that, don't we? We, we, we do that. that that, that, that's the flesh and it, without, without, you know, the ministering and, and preaching and teaching and the Holy Ghost doing what he does. He changes our heart to help us to look past the fault and see the need of the person. Can you say amen? To have the, the, to have the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the, the humbleness of heart, uh, to, you know, to take the beam out of your own eye, you know. And when you got deliverance, you have veto power to... Do what? Encourage that brother that's been where you've been or, or is where you're at, right? To bring them out of it. Such if I've been delivered from cigarettes, alcohol, marijuana, some drugs and everything. And you can't pray nobody out of what you ain't got authority over of. Can I get a witness from somebody? So if you got a marriage that was almost in divorce and right now you're standing in the glory and the love of God, guess what? You need to lay your hands on somebody that's got a little bit of trouble in their marriage and pray them up out of that. Am I talking to any real folk tonight? Can I get a witness from somebody? We're not of the crowd. We are of the disciples of Jesus Christ. That is a different, different term. Are you with me tonight? Be ye followers, be ye imitators, be ye followers, disciples of God as dear children. And the core of this talking about altars, dear children, you, got, you don't even got to know, but you have to believe, listen to me, that you are loved by God. Loved by God. He don't want your heart, brother, to have any other lover but him. He's a jealous God. He's a jealous God. And guess what? He's given us the power of what? Of choice. Put you in the garden. I'm going to give you a word because old knucklehead's going to come through. I'm going to give you a word. You can have everything else, but don't touch this. But you choose. You have the power What's to choose? It's so powerful because you can give your heart. You have the power to give your heart to anything or anybody.
You choose. Amen. Our hearts are called to belong to Jesus. Can I get a witness from somebody? Am I okay, Pastor? <laughs> Our hearts are called to be desperate for Jesus Christ. Thank God for the word. Thank God for an altar that gives you convictions. It sets a boundary around your heart. Not to lock you up like the quarantine deal. Not to get you all locked up eating, what is it? Pumpkin cookies with that thick of icing on it. Thank you, Sister Rose, for hooking me up. No. To protect it, to not isolate you, but insulate you. Right? Amen. From what's going to take you away from God. The, listen, the devil, the, de the enemy doesn't, doesn't care about your gifts. The enemy don't care about nothing like that. He, what he cares about and what he's after in our lives is that altar, that place of sacrifice, that place where we, that, that the only place where we can die out. The only place where we can die out. A crowd person that wants the loaves and fishes ain't never going to get it. It's only the disciples that's right up in the mix. Can I get a witness from somebody? When it don't go my way, I'm still going to church. When it don't go my way and I got a bad day, well, like I said, I'm still going to get along with God and read my Bible and seek the face of the Lord and get powered up and get my heart where it needs to be. Thank God for an altar. Thank God for prayer. Hallelujah. Give God some glory tonight. Hallelujah. You got to know, but you got to believe that's your love. If your daddy was an alcoholic, this is not an indictment on, on, on all, all of this, what I'm about to say. If your daddy's an alcoholic or drug addict or drug dealer or whatever, blah, 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 your love, your receiving of love has been uh, 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 fractured. It's been fractured. It's been bent. It's, it's not, it's not, that's not the way God loves us. He said, be imitators of God as dear children, walking not in arrogance, but in confidence that when God convicts me and he challenges me and he calls me to a higher level, it's for his glory. It's for my good and not my bad. Come on, it's for my good and not my bad. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Goes beyond preaching. It's, it's, it's to the point to where, you know, can you open up the door for somebody? Can I just say it? Can you vacuum the church? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can I get a witness from somebody? God, use me. God, use me. God, use me. God, use me. Preacher said a, 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 a story one time that stuck with me, Pastor. He was working a job, a factory job. He had another job working at a flower department. And in the flower department, uh, he was like, man, I got a call in my life. And God, this don't make sense. And he was doing the flowers and critiquing it for weddings and stuff like that. He said, man, God, you're killing me. He said, the Holy Ghost spoke to him and said, I know. Because where I'm taking you, you got to be dead. You got to be out the way. Can I get a witness? 
In revival, we got to be what? Out the way. And we got to be out the way. If, he, if the Holy Ghost calls a fast, our pastor leads us in a fast or prayer or whatever, we got to be out the way. We got to be on the altar. We got to say, yes, Lord, let your will be done, oh God. Because I didn't get in this for the loaves and fishes. I didn't get in this for the loaves and fishes. I got in this to know him and the power of his resurrection. And like I said, when I, my pastor at Olive Garden, working at Olive Garden for 14 years, working at Olive Garden, people were saying, man, why don't you do this? And uh, why, why don't you go do this? And why don't you go do this? And man, you could be doing this and you could be doing this and doing this because, man, it sounds like you can, you can minister, you can sing or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, what the Holy Ghost is telling me, that's what I said to myself. And he said, what the Holy Ghost is telling me and what my pastor is telling me is different from what you're saying to me because you, I'm, you might need 14 or some odd years to get your attitude out the way to realize that God loves you. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened. I never went without a meal. Bill was paid. Bill was paid. I remember one time we got we got, got started getting the conviction about time. I'm talking about orders tonight. I'm talking about God uses dead men in a dead church. Can I get a witness from somebody? I remember that that we needed like four hundred dollars to pay our rent. I'm like we paying our tithe first because if you seek the Lord and you up on the altar, that's hard to compromise. Testing one, two. That's hard to compromise. Can I get a witness of somebody? The first fruit's supposed to go, belong to the Lord. And I can remember praying and seeking God. And my wife was stressed out. I remember she opened up this book. I don't know what it was. She was looking for something. I can't remember what it was. She's looking for something. And out fell $400 of cashier's checks. Come on. Come on. You want seven years when the famine's hitting the world? Or you got to be rejected by your brothers. You got to be uh, put in a ditch. You got to go to prison. But guess what? You're going to have the authority that God destined for you. Can I get a witness from somebody? Hallelujah. I know my God is faithful. He's faithful. Somebody say he's faithful. If you believe that, give the Lord an offering of clap unto him and say, God, you're faithful. I didn't lose my mind. I didn't commit suicide. I didn't quit church. God, you're faithful. You're faithful. Man. Disciple molding us into that image. Verse 2, and walk in love. Hallelujah. Someone say, I'm loved. Quit trying to work for God and have a relationship with God. You'll be miserable in your relationship with God. And we've all been there. Amen. Amen. And walk in love. Make your way. Progress. To live as Christ. Listen. Also loved us. What do you mean by that? Fulfill ye the law and carry one another's burdens. I'm preaching to myself tonight. 
carry one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law. He said, you know my disciples by the love that they have one toward another. That's not worldly love. That's not fickle love. But when your brother's down, guess what? I'm going to take a fast day for you, and I'm going to pray that God gives you the mercy to get back up. Can I get a witness from somebody? Hit myself in my spirit. As Christ loved, walking it, progress, get to the place that it ain't about me. That when I come to the house of the Lord, or when I pray, it's all about you. Can I get a witness from somebody? Because this manifests this, right? How I'm like this manifests this. Amen. You got to believe, I'm going to, say, I'm going to the next point. You, you've got to receive that I am loved. I want you to say, I'm loved by God. Say, I'm loved by God. Say, say I'm the apple of his eye. So much so that he ain't going to leave you in your sin. My goodness. I'm, can, am I all right, Pastor? Come here, Brother Tyler. Come here, real quick. Run, run, run. Real quick, Bubba. So much so that you're going to start out like this. God's going to save you, fill you with his spirit. Hey, give me that jacket. Only the jacket, Pastor. <laughs> and I'm going to lay it. Come here, Brother Michael. You're going to hold this. Yeah, come over here. You're going to hold this real quick, Bubba. Thank you, sir. And he's, he's calling you out the crowd and to be a disciple of Christ. Not to be in it for the loaves and fishes, but you want the heart of God. You're desperate for the heart of Almighty God. If it don't go my way, I'm still in it. I'm still in it. I ain't going nowhere. I'm still in it. Because Jesus gave everything. He died on the cross for our sins. He gave his life. He became like us. So guess what? We could become like him. It's going to start out like that. But you're going to progress so much so. Listen, I'm not talking about the world's love. I'm not talking about that love. The Bible doesn't uh, re receive the Bible doesn't uh, minister that kind of love to where a kind of love, God's love is to where that he will not leave you in your sin. Amen. I'm talking about an altar tonight. The things I love, look at these words, I now hate, the apostle said. The things I hate, guess what? I now love. I love, I love going to church. God changed me so much so. I love the things of God. You don't have to cheerlead me to preach. You don't have to cheerlead me to worship. You don't have to cheerlead me to pray and seek Almighty God. I'm after him. Somebody say I'm after him. Come on, somebody say I'm after him. Hallelujah. And you start out and he's calling you and he's drawing you. And you're coming to him. So much so that your heart it's changing. If you used to like cigarettes and everything, anything, generally the things that I'm saying, I've been delivered from. That's going to be gone out your life. Alcohol, that's going to be gone out your life. Amen. A quitting spirit, that's going to be gone out your life. Ministry of convenience don't exist. That's going to be gone out your life. Testing one, two. 
you ain't going to quit. Right? He said, I've invested too much in you. You ain't going to quit in me. You got to get the revelation that I love. Listen, I love you. I love you. I died for you. I shed my blood for you. So much so, I'm not going to leave you addicted. I'm not going to leave you addicted. I'm not going to leave you without a purpose. Come on, somebody. I got a plan for your life. I got a destiny for you. Come on, in Jesus' name. Anybody believe that? Anybody walking in the will of God? Oh, come on, somebody. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's not going to leave you the way that she was. Come on. And when you stumble, you get down. Come on. He's going to give you grace to get back up. Because if somebody else go down, you done been there. Guess what you're going to do? Come on. You're going to help a brother back up, 311 and all that. Right? We're church of restoration, right? Amen. And guess what? As you come, you're going to walk and have a relationship in love you walk in love Joseph had the heart of God at the end he had the heart of God I asked the Holy Ghost and this is this I feel like the core of what I feel like the Holy Ghost is saying what about I said God what's what does an altar mean to you and I felt the Holy Ghost say to me, love. That's it. That's it. That's it. Why did he die? For God so loved. Amen. Love. What's going to get you unforcefully or un- cheerleadingly to be in the house of the Lord or go to the prayer room or seek the face of God or fast or whatever. It's what? It's love. This altar is about the love of God. And the more that you seek him, the more you allow him to put, up, put you up on the altar of Almighty God, you're going to walk in the love of God I want that can you say man don't you want that I want that I don't want to get on the altar and be like oh God this hurts too much this is not convenient for me that ain't love it's about the love of God for God so loved the world thank you Jesus that he gave I don't want to go, but I'm going because why? Because I love you. Right? And sometimes you don't feel like going. Right? But you do it. Why? Because you're on the altar and an understanding tonight that an altar is about the love of God. Amen. 
the love of God. Oh, pray, would you pray? We're almost done. Would you pray? Would you pray? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Love is the foundation of altars. <laughs> I'm going to convict you and drive that sin and rebellion right out of you because I love you. We love him because he first loved us. Why read your Bible? I don't feel like it. Love. Is this all right? I love him. doing its work in your heart. I'm letting go of me and I'm going to die because for God so loved. I'm hurting, Lord. You want me to stay at the job because there's somebody getting on my nerves while I put them in your life to get out of you. <laughs> what needs to get out of you? Love. Trying to fulfill, turn the other cheek. I think we need to worship him. <laughs> Why go to McConnellsville? Why go here? Why go there? Love. The foundation of altars is love. We've got to bend our heart before we bend our knee. We've got to go hand in hand. Let's worship him all across the building. Whew.
<laughs> I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Find a place to pray. Let's press in just a little bit more tonight. I see tears coming down your eyes. Now in this building, the Lord is looking for a covenant. He's wanting you to make a commitment. He's asking for a covenant. Every relationship that lasts is built out of commitment. And you make the commitment out of love. But it's the commitment that keeps that lasting relationship between you and God. What he preached tonight, true altars never operate without love. But love makes a lasting commitment, a covenant, a marriage between you and God. 
Let me feel what I'm telling you tonight. Amen. You're not going to pray because you always feel to pray. You're going to pray because you committed to him. And that commitment was based out of love. That old song says, love lifted me. Oh, love lifted me when nothing else could Pastor, sing tonight. Oh, love lifted me. Oh, when nothing else could help. Oh, love lifted me. Oh, love lifted me. all stand I was standing in the courtroom when the judge asked the young man recently given his life to the Lord and he said what do you have to say for yourself the sentence had not yet been given and he said judge I found the Lord he asked him, do you love the Lord? Right here in this town. He said, I love the Lord. He said, I'm so glad. But he said, he said, sort of like marriage. He said, living for God is sort of like marriage. He said, sometimes you're not going to feel 
the love. But you got to be committed to the Lord if you're going to make it. Prayer is not about feeling to pray. It's about committing to prayer. Church is not about whether you feel to go. It's that you committed to the service of the Lord. Reading your Bible is the same. Paying your tithes, whatever service that you give to God, even fasting. I don't think any of us just want to fast. Because it's a what? You nailed it. It's a sacrifice. But why do we do it? Love. Love. Somebody say love. I believe every word you preach tonight. You're leading us for the Nehemiah in a place of the depths of prayer, and we appreciate what we've heard tonight. Don't we appreciate what we've heard? Sister, Sister Eloise Spring, some some one day I was on the phone with her and she said, Pastor, I'll put it in my own words. She said, Pastor, do you know why? Do you know why I dress holiness? I said, Why, Sister Spring? She said, Because I love him. I thought that's so powerful. The reason we come out from among the world and we live separate, because we love him. Not because it always pleases us. Amen. Amen. Brother Nehemiah's talking about fasting. I think he's talking about fasting because of that quarantine head. I could picture that bird tonight, couldn't you? We've all had our bird moments going to church. Before we leave, I feel like you're to make a covenant to God about prayer building an altar uh, I, I love to hear preachers preach because sometimes you get their perspective even when it's implied when he's preaching about altars some of us think of a location but he taught it from a perspective of life style do you notice that altar was not a location it was an act of worship you can see that he lives what he preaches because when you get up and you walk during the day and you go to work, that's your altar. I taught you this week, past weekend that he said, he said that God is a spirit, John 4, 23, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You can worship him with the emotions there, but can you worship him in the commitment of truth? You can praise Him when the house is on fire, Holy Ghost fire. But what about when you're at work and things aren't going that way? you got to praise Him with emotion. you got to walk for Him. I asked an elder one time, I said, what's the difference in your generation and my generation? He said, you all know how to shout. We knew how to live. He said, y'all know how to dance, but we knew how to walk. He said, but let me tell you something. He said, he said, you need to be able to shout at church, but you need to be able to walk on Monday. Walk right. Live right. That's an altar. I do it out of love. You can bite your tongue out of love. You can, my, my daddy taught me, he said, Aaron, he said, attitude is a choice. 
You get up in the morning, it's a choice. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I think myself happy. Why? Because the Lord loves me. How many know the Lord loves you? Look at your neighbor and say, the Lord loves you. Come on, tell somebody next to you, the Lord loves you. He really does. We Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.